All right, this is it. This is the last Habits of Holiness episode that I'm going to record in this season. So I'm really excited. And it's probably going to be kind of a short one, but there's not a whole lot of words to say about this topic other than we just need to limit our technology time. So here we go. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Living on Mission. I know that sometimes it's hard to find the joy in Jesus in the everyday moments, but that is exactly what we're going to do by digging into God's Word, letting go of whatever is holding you back from living on mission for Christ, talking about the everyday life, laughing a little and crying a little, because let's be honest, we all do a little of both. So settle in, grab a cup of coffee, and let's live on mission together. All right. Okay. So as I was polling women to do this Habits of Holiness group that I did earlier this year, late summer, it was evident. It was evident that technology is a struggle for so many of us. And when I say technology, I'm mostly honestly talking about that beautiful little handheld device that we're around with us everywhere, which is our phone, right? But it can also, it can also, technology is TV time. Technology is any time that we spend on the computer doing things that honestly don't enhance our life. You know, technology time, especially for our kids, is is gaming consoles and handheld uh, gaming devices and things like that. Because if there's anything that I want you to take away from this podcast is that, yes, it's called Living on Mission. And our goal is to know Christ and to make him known. And I'm obviously like unearthed thing, all different types types of topics that, that relate to being a follower of Christ, being a mom who is raising kids in Christ, being a business owner who is wanting to point other people to Christ. And everything that we do, everything that we choose to do or not to do is noticed by someone else. And Right now, I feel like more than anything, my mission field is my family. It's my children. And so when it comes to technology and when I when I think about my habits and when I think about how, what I want to change, I'm really thinking about what do I want Henry and Milo, my two children, to see me do and not do. And I don't want them to remember a mom who is like enslaved to her phone all the time. Now, listen. Listen, I build a business online. I build a business through social media, through my blog, through through email, through all these different wonderful avenues that that God has given us through technology. And I love it. And I want to steward that well. But I also know the danger that can come from spending too much time in technology versus spending time in our world that we have to live out right in front of us every single day. And when I think about my kids too, and I look around at other kids and that that they hang out with and that I interact with, you know, we are raising a generation, really, I guess it's the first generation that's not going to know what it's like to live without a phone, like without with a cell phone or that type of technology. So I'm maybe it's not the first, I don't know. I'm 42. I just turned 42 and I didn't get a cell phone until I went to college. Okay. So the majority of my upbringing really until I was 18, 19 years old, I didn't have a cell phone. Yeah. Other people got cell phones before me. I remember my mom had that bag phone in her car. Like we were really poor. So Rachel Mitchell was, or Rachel Jansen was not getting a cell phone, like just on her own. I had to wait until I went to college and I could actually pay for it. And even then, even then that was not a cell phone. Like we know today, there were, there was no internet access. You could text, you could call and that was it. Right. 
But our children, we are raising them in a world where everything is at their fingertips in an instant, in a second, good things and bad things, right? And so I don't want Henry and Milo and my children or your children to miss out on childhood, to miss out on what's right in front of them because they're so wrapped up and consumed in having a phone in their hand and checking it every five minutes. And listen, I don't say this to judge. I don't say this to judge. I I share this because it breaks my heart a little bit. Um, When kids come to our yard to play, whether it's football or basketball or to roast s'mores in the backyard or whatever, Like I notice how many kids can't put their phone away and just enjoy the people that are right in front of them. And listen, my kids would be the exact same way, except they don't have a phone. They do have a phone, but it's only for emergencies and they are not allowed to be on it unless they need to call somebody or text somebody. Right. And so uh, we, we are very different. Like we are unique in our neighborhood. Our kids get made fun of because they don't have a phone because they can't play, you know, games online and have friendships with people online and create accounts online. Like we let our kids do fantasy football this season because they're doing it with some very trusted friends of ours. And they're only allowed to check it a couple of times a week. We want our children to live a life that is right in front of them. And if I want it for my children, I have to want it for myself as well. I don't want to miss out on what is happening right in front of me because I want to check to see if somebody liked my post or because I want to check see if somebody ordered something in my business or because I want to just, you know, like get in my inbox and send messages. Like there is a time and a place for that as I build my business and I have to steward my time well in my business and make those things happen. But I don't have to react to what's happening on social media. And I don't want to teach my kids that either. So some of the things I want to share with you today have to do with just some tips that I have learned that I've prayed over that God has revealed to me that maybe I've learned from other places as well, but it's all going to be rooted in Romans 12, verse 2. And I'm going to read that to you, and I'll read it more than once. But Romans 12, verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what is God's will and his good and pleasing and perfect will. And listen, if there's any way, that Satan today can get the world in our head more than God's word. If there's any way that he can fill our hearts and our minds with what he wants us to see in the world over what God wants us to see in here, it's through technology. Just think about the access that you have to the entire world held in your little hand, unlimited access to photos, to images, to social media, to news outlets, to all these things that you can access at just in a second. And part of it, it starts as entertainment. It's entertaining. Then it turns into addictions of all types of forms. Some might be pornography addictions. Some might be just, you know, social media addictions. Some might be shopping addictions. But the instant access to entertainment is a gateway into addiction, which is Satan's stronghold over every single person in this world. Okay. And so do not conform to the patterns of this world. If there's anywhere that you are going to find the patterns of this world, it's on the internet. And, but it says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that is where we're going to find Jesus. Like, where are we going to find Jesus? It's in God's word. Am I saying you have to walk around with your Bible all day long? 
No, <laughs> am I saying that you uh, shouldn't access, you know, the Bible app because it's on your phone? Nope. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We must be rooted in the word of God, which go back a couple of episodes and listen to that episode about morning and evening routines. And we must let his, his word transform us. And we do that by getting undistracted and meditating on his word and applying it to our life, okay? And so so getting off of technology a little bit more is going to be how we do that. So I want to challenge you, first of all, to, this is what I did for the ladies who were in my Habits of Holiness group. I challenged them to think of ways, make a list of things that are good and that are bad about technology, right? There are a lot of good things about technology and the world that we live in. We can check messages. We have we have a, a higher level of like safety. You know, we can know where our kids are. There's GPS. There's ways to contact people if we get in a bond or a flat tire. You know, like I shared, I can build a business. I have built my business online these last eight years and it has created freedoms and all kinds of things that God has blessed our family with. And that's wonderful. I still love my social media based business and that I can do that from anywhere in the world. That's good. There are a lot of great things I can check my bank balance. You know, I can communicate with my kids as they grow older and with Matt throughout the day. So there are good things that we can use and steward well, but there's also a lot of darkness to technology. Like I said, even if it's just a simple addiction to being on your phone and checking your likes and things like that, there's a comparison aspect. There's a pornography aspect. There is a gambling aspect. You know, there is a overspending aspect to technology since we do have such access to everything everything. And so there are good things and there are bad things. So I think that identifying, making that list for yourself is going to help you see how, say, God, how can I use this for good? Like, how can I use social media for good? What are the things that you want me to use it for? And then what are the things you want me to protect my mind against? And so that's going to be very personal to you. I cannot give you a list. It has to come from you and to start with you and God. Then, so after you make that list, I want to challenge you to think of ways that you can use your phone less. How can you use your phone less? That is going to be our goal here. For me personally, I, this past couple of years have really heard God say, Rachel, work from your computer more than you work from your phone. Because if I am seeking to raise Henry and Milo to understand that you don't have to have that thing in your hand to have an abundant life, then I need to not be seen on it all the time. So things that I do in my personal business to help me be off of my actual handheld phone more and be on a computer more. I know that when I sit down to my computer and they see that, they know that I'm working. Now I can have a phone in my hand all day long. Do I want to communicate to them that I'm working all day long? Absolutely not. No, that is the last thing I want to do. So whenever I do things like check my messages, check my inbox, or maybe even create content for social media or check my orders for my business or reach out to someone, if I can do most of that from my computer, that's what I'm going to do because it also helps me time block and work more efficiently. If I'm just responding to everything as it comes in all day long, that is not efficient and it's not helpful for me and my business. So I like to check from my computer. If I'm going to order something, I like to do it from my phone. And so think about, make a list of things that you can do to use social media less or use technology less, your phone specifically less. So that's my second challenge. And then the third thing I want to challenge you to do is to do a time check on your phone. So it's, I know you can do this on Android 
but I don't know how, I, but I have an iPhone. And so every Sunday I get a time check on my phone and it tells me, it gives me a report of how much time I've spent on my phone that week. If it goes up, I'm like, if it goes down, I celebrate, right? So my goal is always for it to go down. You can also set limits for your social media apps. My good friend Courtney taught me this last year. Like you can actually set a time limit for how much time you want to spend on apps on your phone. And so for me personally, I know that Monday through Thursday, Monday through Wednesday is really the bulk of my work that I do for my my coaching business. And so I know I'm going to spend some more time on social media apps on those days. But by Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I want to be spending less time working and more time being present with my kids kids and my family. And then Sundays, of course, like I really, really try hard to stay off of social media. I'm not perfect at it. I don't nail it, but I do have this hunger and this desire to, to retreat, to get off, to, to isolate myself from the world, to be very present with my Lord. And so, you know, set those social media limits, abide by them. It's really easy to say ignore, and I'm guilty of that sometimes, but having that reminder that, hey, you said you wanted to spend less time on this app and more time with the people around you is going to be very beneficial for your technology use. And I definitely encourage you to take a day off, take a day off from social media. It's not going to hurt your business. No one's going to forget about you. God will will pay you back in the time that you miss there. I fully believe that, but we must take a day away from the world. That's why he gave us a Sabbath to lean into him and more so out of the world. Social media is the world. Even if you're using it for good, like I get to do, like I get to share scripture and encouragement and tips and help for women who want to get healthier or build a business. Like that's good. God has given me that work to do, but I want to take Sundays off from posting and stories and things like that. I can really lean in and hear more clearly from him. So don't be afraid to take a day off from social media. Going back to Romans chapter 12, verse two, I'm going to read it again because you can't go wrong with reading the word of God out loud into the world. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And that second part is not to be skipped over. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. I feel like I've missed so much of what God wants me to do because I'm so distracted by everything else. And some friends of mine and I were having a conversation this weekend about like, you know, when we wake up, you know, how to how to really steward that time that we carve out for God without having to use our phone. Now, for me, that means that I bought this stinking thick Bible recap book. So I didn't have to get on the on my phone to listen to her podcast. So I bought the book so it would keep me off of technology. You know, for me, I love to share my morning routine with my followers. That's part of my ministry. I feel it. I know it. I have no doubt God wants me to share that. But does it mean that I have to pick up my phone first thing and post on social, on stories? Or does it mean that I can snap some pictures while I spend my time with God, while I mix my morning pre-workout, while I prepare for my workout, and then I can go back and I can share that later. Does it mean that I take a bunch of photos on the weekend so that I can have those ready to go and ready to post? And I'm not spending my whole week trying to take pictures and edit them or put a reel together or something like that when I could be spending time with my family or spending time in the word, right? And so, you know, 
we can't know the pleasing and perfect will of God and be able to discern what his will for us is if we're not ever hearing from him and we're only hearing from the world. Okay. So I love that verse. If you're struggling with technology, please meditate on this verse. Ask God to reveal himself through that verse to you and to reveal different patterns of behavior when it comes to your technology that need to change. And like I said before, I build a business there. God has allowed me to build a business through technology. He continues to allow me to do it and help other women do it as well. But if there's something God has taught me, it's that it's not because of me. It's not because I'm showing up or I'm spending more time on social media or more time in people's inboxes or more time doing this. It's because when I give it over to him and I do it well, I steward it well, I commit the time to using social media to build my business and then I walk away and ask him to bless it. That's how it grows. It's not because I become more obsessed with social media or technology, but it's because I do the work and let him bless it. And I want to say that and speak that into you and your business. If you run a social media based business, set your time, your time limits, carve out, schedule time to work your business, to use your social media for good, and then turn it off. Turn it off. While it's turned off, God can do crazy, incredible things through that work that you just did. Last thing I want to leave you with is that time is slipping away. My kids, Henry and Milo, Milo is almost 12. Henry is 13. Gosh, it's gone by fast. Oh, I could cry thinking about it. It has gone by fast. And I know I have them for just a certain amount of time. Four or five years, five more years is what I get with them. Maybe six with Milo, but that's all I get before they're gone. And, you know, that time that I have with them right now, I will not get it back. They will not want to spend time with me two years from now like they do now. They will be out of my home in six, five or six years, right? I'm not getting this time back. And I don't want to miss those moments with them. There's opportunities for discipleship. To, to pour into them in the ways that God has given me the awesome opportunity to because I'm on my phone watching other people live their lives or, or feeding unhealthy habits or addictions. I don't want to miss out because of this crazy, cool little creation called a cell phone. Okay. And I don't want you to miss that either. So I pray that this little podcast episode encouraged you. It challenged you and that you will lean into God, that you will lean into the renewing and the transforming of your mind and less into the world through the devices that we have at our fingertips. All right. Have the best Monday. Share this episode. Please share this if it encouraged you. If you share it on social media, tag me so I can recognize you and just say thank you. And then, of course, please leave me a review. I would love for you to leave a review of this podcast wherever you listen. It helps me grow. It helps me reach more women as you rate this podcast and you review it. And it also gives me a chance to shout you out and just say thank you. So have the best day. Keep living on mission for Christ and and just raising up a generation and building businesses and, and making an impact for the kingdom. And I am right here rooting along for you and with you. See you later.